Welcome to the Snack Show with Jamie Fallon. We're just a couple gals snacking our way through life and talking about it. Have you heard of Ladies Who Lunch? We're just some sisters who snack. <gasps> Majors! <laughs> Food tastes better with funny friends. I just laid the snack down is what I'm saying. Ooh. This is your first time in a podcast studio. Jamie, why in the H-E double pretzel sticks did we start a podcast? It's a great question that I don't remember the answer to. Welcome to the <laughs> Snack Show! Oh my goodness, my earlobes are bleeding. You said go big, I went big. You're welcome. And I would, done. you know, go big and go home is what we say. Do both. Go big, ruin your eardrums, go home. Speaking of big, Jamie Crockett, today we are celebrating something awesome. Our Maybe not our favorite time of the year, but one of the most fun times of the year, I would say. It's a big snack uh, snack opportunity. It snack, is snack opportunity. Yes, all of the above. It is a big snack opportunity day here in America because today we're talking about the big game snacks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So most people know it as Super Bowl. So February. 13th. 13th is Super Bowl Sunday. Yes. It's coming up th- in two days, Jamie Crockett. We are ready. How excited are we? I would say mildly excited. How excited are we for the snacks? I'm always excited for a snack. I know, right? But here's the thing. I don't have my plan solidified, so I just don't know what snack dream I'm reaching towards. Right. That's okay. where I'm, I'm on... I'm in the middle. Well, I think I'm going to help you solve some of those snack dilemmas in this episode today. Perfect. Um, So first, before we jump in, I want to share something interesting that I read earlier that I think is fascinating. Okay, do it. Um, Okay. So the big game, a.k.a. the Super Bowl, usually extends somewhere between three and a half to four hours. We remember this. We've been to many games. Are We've... you going to tell us how many calories we ingest in those four hours? No. <laughs> okay, great. No one might... needs to know that. I was going to say, I... <laughs> that might make me sad and I would just roll on out of here. Yeah, no one needs to know that. But in that three and a half to four hour experience, guess how many minutes of actual football we are watching? 90. 12. 12 minutes of we, actual football wait, being played. The football game is not 12 minutes long. Of actual football being played. So it doesn't include standing on the sidelines with men talking without a game being played. Like actual like maneuvers and the ball being thrown and things being caught. It's only about 12 minutes. The rest is filled with advertising, men talking while surrounded by various brand logos, the halftime show, commercials... That's the majority. Is that not the wildest thing you have ever heard? Wow. It is. That, is that a, a, any football game? Is you typically only watching 12 minutes of actual game? Or is that Super Bowl specific? You know, this is Super Bowl specific. I'm getting this from Vox.com. A great writer named Caitlin Tiffany wrote about this. Okay. And when I read that, I just about fell out of my chair. Wow. 12. Wow. So that means there's how many minutes of snacking happening? Okay, so if we're at four hours, that is 240 minutes mm-hmm. minus 12. There we go. But we're still snacking during those 12 minutes well, of gameplay. Well, that's true. Yeah, 240 minutes of snacking. Yes, 12 minutes of gameplay, 240 Which minutes of snacking. feels great because I don't know a lot about football. I feel like I can suffer through 12 minutes. Right. Suffer. 
I just don't get it. I tried so hard. Oh, I've watched all. See, of, I love it. I don't really understand most of it, but I do like it. My brother it. played it. I watched his games. I mm-hmm. My birthday fell during Super Bowl Sunday for a lot of years before they bumped the Super Bowl back a week. So uh-huh. I watched a lot for my birthday. How did you feel about oh, sharing a birthday? Okay. You want to get spicy early in the episode. I can remember. I was probably 10. So my birthday is the end of January, January 28th. Uh-huh. Happy birthday, by the way. Thank you. And so it is winter in January. It is. And I distinctly remember one year my birthday fell on a Super Bowl Sunday and there was a snowstorm in my town. And at some point during the game, because, you know, my birthday turned into Super Bowl watching, I had a major batitude, bundled myself up and just left the house. Didn't tell anyone. I walked all the way down the street to my friend's house. And just showed up. Yeah. I don't think my parents knew where I were. And or I don't believe they noticed I left. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. So major attitude about the Super Bowl. So that's where I'm like, I'm getting there. I'm going to get there on the snacks. We're going to be uh-huh. excited. But my heart does not love the Super yeah. Bowl because let's be honest, it's about me. And it wasn't about you on Super no, Bowl. No, it wasn't. It was not. And like, so oh, cool, sorry. you can have like a, like a 11 a.m. party for an hour, and then we got to transition. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Eyes on me. Today is now my it, day. Yeah, it would have been better if like it was a Super Bowl and Jamie birthday party, like coexisting together. Or I don't were know. you wanting not necessarily just Jamie because that? Focused. Yes, I need. It needs to be. In my 20s, I had a birthday party where we were all at a restaurant slash bar, and at the large table. I made everyone go around the table and say what they liked about me. So <laughs> there's That's that. That's so sweet. <laughs> hey, sometimes you need to say what you need. And yeah. sometimes that need is words of affirmation. Yeah. Tell me, I get it. Tell me what you like about me. So I like your hair. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's always very shiny. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I don't brush it as often as I should. So I appreciate that. Whatever compliment. product you're using, it really works. Oh, great, great, great. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, that's my general spirit on the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. But I do love a good, uh, I love choreography a lot. So uh-huh. the halftime show can pull me <gasps> sure. back in depending on who it is. Sure, sure, sure. Well, great news because this year we have celebrated you big. And now it's Super Bowl time. Yes. A few years ago, they moved it back a week. And now, yes. good to go. We are good to I go. I get my own weekend. Uh-huh. And then I have a snack weekend. And that feels great. Yes. That's the way to get through the, this end of winter feeling. Yes. So we're coming in hot. We both decided that we are going to represent each of the teams in the Super Bowl this year. Because we each both have kind of an affinity for each team. So, Jamie, who will you be representing for Super Bowl 55? What Super Bowl is it? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> that is I didn't one. even know where you were going after the word Super Bowl. <laughs> it's those um, Roman numerals yeah. that you got to figure out. I'm not from olden times. Okay. I don't know. Me Give me neither. an actual number. Okay. This is taking me far too long to see what Super Bowl this is without... Doing Roman numerals. It is Super Bowl LVI, which is... 56. This is embarrassing. 56. What did I say? 55. Oh, my gosh. So close. Wife me up. Am I right? That just came out of the top of my noggin. Just stats, stats, stats. (laughs) Okay, Super Bowl 56, here we are. Jamie Crockett, who's your team? L.A. Rams, Fallon Klug, who's your team? Cincinnati Bengals, who day, who day? Go Rams. 
Um, do you know why I'm saying Hude? No. That's their, like, uh, victory call. Great. I love yes. football so much, guys. <laughs> I'm just finding this out recently. Okay, great. Um, but I'm stepping into it like I've been a Bengals fan all my life. And the If re- someone's been a Bengals fan all their life, they are a diehard because they, really they have are. been on a journey. Oh, so this just in, not really just in, but in my brain because I'm learning about the Bengals pretty much this week. They have been the worst NFL team, like, for the past two years. So for them to be in the Super Bowl this year is fascinating beyond fascinating. It could be a once in a lifetime experience. They've only visited the Super Bowl three times. The first two times were both against the 49ers and they lost both times. So we're and really always this year. They're always hitting California teams in the Super Bowl. I, I wonder know. what that is. I know. Yep. 81, 88. Wow, I don't have that much information about the LA Rams. 2022, here we go. I Because I grew up in LA, I feel like I'm going to represent. But when I was a kid, it was the LA Raiders. And it was the St. Louis Rams. I believe they were in St. Louis at the time. I believe the words you're saying. And they have moved around a lot. So the LA Rams did exist a very long time ago. And Mm -hmm. then now again, more recently. My um, affinity for the LA Rams, though, is have Mm -hmm. you seen the LA Rams coach? Show me right now. His name's Sean McVay. Wow. Okay, but here's what's great is there is a person whose entire job is to make sure that he stays behind the line when he's like yelling at the guys on the team. He just they're he just pulls at the back of his pants uh-huh. the whole game to keep him back uh-huh. and to make sure that he's like out of the way. Uh-huh. And that is the funniest thing to me. Is that your dream job? No, gosh. You get to tug on that boy all day long. <laughs> Why not? But that's like a lot of pressure. You're paying attention where the ball is and where the players are and where they are. And like, I mean, that's a lot. Oh, I think I would really like it. I'd be like, oh, nope, this way. Whoop, 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 whoop. Oh, no, no, back, 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 back. Come on, like, buddy. Come here, buddy. It's like I'm walking Teddy. Oh, no, no, no. Don't pull. Back, 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 back. Oh, don't go by that tree. We're going to go over here. Yes. Wow. I wonder what that um role is called. Yeah. And I also wonder what its salary is. Coach puller? I don't know. So, anyways, that's um, a fun thing oh about gosh. the LA Rams. Uh, but that's only for the Rams. This is I'm not all football sh- uh, teams. I'm, I don't know. There's probably other for. I've just seen videos of this guy. Okay. Do you think people are yelling at us right now, being like, "That's a roll, yeah. dummies! You guys are so stupid. Why are you talking about something you don't know about?" I know. Let's get to snacks quick before we lose our listenership. Okay, great. Okay, so we decided, for, since we're each representing a city and a team, that we're going to talk about the top three most famous or most sought after snacks in those cities. Am I right? Yes, Jamie. I wasn't listening. I'm so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I was typing to be ready and then I wasn't listening and then you asked me a question. <laughs> Is this what it feels like to be you sometimes when I'm not listening? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Okay. So oh, it's called the get back coach. <gasps> that is my new dream job. The get back coach. So he has his team's strength coach, Ted Rath, hovering near him on the sidelines for a very important reason, to hold McVay back from running into the into the officials or getting too far into the playing field, which is a penalty. So essentially he's got his own personal get back coach. Okay, and listen to this. The average salary of a get back coach is about fifty thousand, but top earners can make up to eighty thousand. Well, and this guy is also the strength coach, so he's got a whole other Ooh. job when it's not the game. This is so fascinating. Okay, forget knowing the quarterbacks. I'm going to start learning all the get-back coaches yeah. of all the NFL teams. 
And also, like, do you, what do you go to school for for that? I want to be the one that just pulls on the coach. Can you help me? Okay, let's see. Bengals coach Zach Taylor. Now, I was trying to look up for the, the backup coach for the Cincinnati Bengals, but I'm not finding anything. It doesn't look like all of them have it, but it looks like there definitely are other teams. Oh, my gosh. That is And sometimes college football. So assistant strength coach Adam Smotherman serves as his personal get patch coach starting back in 2014 during Clemson's first. So like, uh, you know what I need to get a get back coach for snacks. Yes. When I'm reaching for that snack table too many times, I'm like, no, South South Valley already had five cookies. No, no, no. Back, 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 back. Oh man. That was me last night. I made cookies. I need, I need a kitchen get back coach. (laughs) Get back, get back, get Get out of the kitchen. Get out of the kitchen. We're in there. Time's up. You do not need to eat that whole thing. (laughs) There will be some there tomorrow. I love it. I love it. Okay. I really want to know about LA snacks. I want to know about Cincinnati snacks. So Jamie, will you hit us up with your first LA snack? Wait, what are we doing? You didn't tell me this. Yes, we did. We are both coming prepared. Each of us with three snacks known for the city that you're representing. I know none. I remember not that. Oh my goodness. Okay. (laughs) I thought we were just bringing our own snacks. What am I talking about? Do you know this is the Super Bowl big game yeah, snacks but, episode? But but everybody watches the Super Bowl, so why do we have to have it LA specific? Because they're in the Super Bowl this year, and I thought it was fun that we would represent each team and bring three snacks from those cities to share. Oh gosh! Oh my gosh! I Can anyone too, hear me out there? I was too busy looking Excuse up me, the get back. This is the coach. snack show with Fallon. <laughs> apparently, just Fallon herself. Because she's um, the only one participating. Jamie likes to talk about <laughs> snacks. Jamie does not like to prepare snacks. She's not a chef. I'm not a podcast I'm not chef. Prepared. I'm not I'm a podcast chef. I don't share, prepare. Share about snacks. That's so just this three things from L.A. <laughs> that I like? Okay. I can't. Okay, let me start. Remember when we said you were preparing food and I was preparing the halftime show? Yes. That's what I remember. <laughs> okay. I'm going to Wow. This is like a sweater unraveling slowly but surely. Okay. I will start with what I'm talking about and maybe by the end you will understand your assignment. Okay. Great. Okay. Lead by example is what I'm going to do. I was very good in school, but I am not, I did not understand the assignment as as the kids say. Okay. So Cincinnati is known for? Chili. Great job. And most specifically, Skyline Chili. Have you been to a Skyline Chili restaurant? No. Oh my gosh. They are so good. So this restaurant was founded by Nicholas Lambrinides. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, so I apologize so his name in advance. About Skyline? That's rude. No. He was a Greek immigrant that came to um, Cincinnati and settled there. And in 1949, he opened his first restaurant on Price Hill, all about this chili recipe that he brought over from Greece. And the um, the scene that he was looking at outside his restaurant was this beautiful skyline of Cincinnati. And that's why it's called Skyline Chili. I love that. Yeah. So they opened up their second restaurant in 1953. Now there's over like 110 Skyline Chili restaurants. You also maybe have seen Skyline Chili in your local Kroger or other grocery store that you attend because they also have them in cans. Um, but the original recipe has been unchanged, Jamie Crockett. This is the original. What year was that again? 1949. Wow. Mm-hmm. Isn't that wild? That is wild. Ha- so you haven't been to one? No. Okay. So I've been once. So I had friends that used to live in Cincinnati. So I went with them. They're known for two things. They're Coney hot dogs. 
obviously with chili on top, and then what they call three ways, and it's spaghetti, chili, and cheese, and it's called the three way. Wow. If you want to get it a four way, you can either add beans or onions, and if you give it a five way, you add both onions and beans. That feels like my stomach hurts already. Your stomach definitely hurts after leaving, but man, is it satisfied. Wow. So, yeah. Okay. That's Skyline Chili. Okay, okay. So one of the foods Cincinnati is known for. The second food that Cincinnati is known for is, we both know it and we both love it, Grater's Ice Cream. What? You've never had Grater's Ice Cream? No. Jamie Louise. Is it like in the grocery store? Yes. Can you spell it for me? G-R-A-E-T-E-R. Nope. I've never even seen that before. Really? No. Okay. Well, let me tell you about it. It was founded by Louis Charles Grater, almost like Louise. So close. So interesting. In 1870, he started selling this ice cream in the streets of Cincinnati. In the streets, Jamie Crockett. And he made it out of these things called French pots. Don't ask me what a French pot is, but it sounded pretty fancy and unique, so I decided to share about it. He married a wife named Regina. They had two sons. Sadly, Lewis passed away. But guess what? As any strong woman does, she continued the business, and it is thriving to Look this at day. Her. Isn't Look she amazing? At her. So their famous, most famous flavor is their black raspberry chocolate chip. Mm. Wow. Okay. I've never. I don't even know where I would look because I've, I feel like I know an ice cream aisle pretty well, and I've never yeah. seen it. It is in grocery stores, so we'll have to look closer next time. But um, Grater's Ice Cream. Okay. It's so good. So they have, like, ice cream parlors all over Cincinnati for Grater's Ice Cream. I've been to one. I don't know exactly where in Cincinnati I went to one, but it was delicious. I can't say I got the black raspberry chocolate chip. I think I went with my go-to chocolate chip cookie dough, but I remember it being amazing. And remember when I talked about the French pots earlier? Uh Uh-huh. They still use the same process and technique today. Cincinnati sticks to their roots is what right. I'm learning. Yes. They, they commit. They know what they're doing. Hey, if something works, why? What's the saying? If it ain't broke, you do not fix it. Amen. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, do you want me to share about one more? Yes. I think you'll really one. enjoy this one. Okay. So this is called Geta. Please spell it for me again. G-O-E-T-T-A. G. Okay. But it's pronounced Geta. Okay. And it is a meat and grain sausage. So it's pretty much ground meat. It can be pork, beef, turkey sometimes, and then combined with spices. And it's pretty much like a sausage patty, um, but it's actually a mixture of meat and grains. And you eat it with eggs for breakfast or an omelet. Some people put it between two slices of bread and enjoy, but it's like a staple in Cincinnati. Hmm. I know I've never had any of these, so I am not a Cincinnati aficionado. You know what it's time for? I can a only, trip to Cincinnati. I, was say, I only think I've been there maybe once or twice. I know once, but maybe twice. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's it. And this is interesting. So Geta was invented because um, they wanted to stretch out the servings of meat to conserve money. So they just added a little bit of oats in there, stretched out that meat, had a couple more meals in there planning on. That amazing. It is. It's so resourceful. Res- I was just oh, that's the word I was gonna say and you stole Ooh, it from here me. Here we go. Majors. Oh. <laughs> I thought we were doing resourceful again. Wow. I am on a different planet today. Oh my gosh. <sighs> okay. Yeah. So those are my three Cincinnati go get 'ems, what they're known for, snacks. 
Okay. So for me, am I, does it have to have originated in Los Angeles proper or in the Los Angeles area? Because that is one of the things like, it's a little hard with that sort of area of the So let world. me put some met- method acting into your brain. Okay. Someone says to you, Jamie Crockett, what is L.A. known for in the snack world? And you say... I would say In-N-Out Burger, but I, the original right. one isn't from Los Angeles proper. It's from the L.A. area. It's that's fine. why It'll I'm work. Okay, It'll great. work. Yeah. Okay. Well, In-N-Out Burger. Always. Always and forever mm-hmm. In-N-Out Burger. Okay. But here are some foods that originated, like general foods that started in Los Angeles eateries. Okay. Hot Fudge Sunday. Really? Yeah. At a place... You're like cramming for a test right <laughs> now, am. and I love yeah. it. Um, well, his name's Clarence Clifton Brown, but the place okay. is called C.C. Brown's okay. on 7th and Flower in downtown L.A. Okay. Uh, the place has been open since 1906, and he was the first person to pour some hot fudge on ice cream. Oh, my gosh. But now uh, they're, they have a better, better location that's sort of like on Hollywood Boulevard by the, like, the Chinese Theater. Okay. Is the, did he like accidentally spill some? I don't. There's no uh, storyline. Oh, so man. I don't know. Um, also, the cheeseburger. Really? Mm-hmm. I love it. The right spot opened in the early 1920s on Colorado Boulevard in Pasadena. <gasps> Fascinating. And the cheeseburger was created by the owner, Lionel Sternberger. Gosh. The man who took his namesake very seriously. Stern Burger. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's where the name Burger came, but he put cheese on it. Oh, I love that. Um, and then Stern Burger's second big impact on the city was he gave a loan to the man who started Bob's Big Boy, which Bob's Big Boy is like a pretty historic burger place. Right, which I've never even heard it called Bob's. I just know Big Boy. Yeah. Um, so Mr. Bob, who started it. So maybe I wonder if they franchised out. They didn't call him Bob's Big Boy. I've mm-hmm. seen him called Bob's. Similar to Carl's Jr. and Hardy's. And Hardy's, yeah, like a different name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, also, always and forever, the Shirley Temple. <gasps> Obviously. Love a good Shirley Temple. I love a good Shirley Temple. I also love a Roy Rogers if I was allowed to have Coke that day. If I got Wait, what's a Roy Rogers? So Roy Rogers is Coke and Grenadine. <gasps> Oh. And then a Shirley Temple is Sprite and Grenadine. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. And so if it was early enough in the day and we were somewhere, I was allowed to have a Roy Rogers. <gasps> Cutie. So, I mean, obviously other things, the California roll. Sure. California. Uh-huh. California pizza. California pizza kitchen. Did you know acai bowls came from California? Really? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, LA has a lot. It's hard to pick three. Yes. I did think the cheeseburger and the hot fudge sundae were interesting. Yeah, that's very fascinating. Thank you for sharing that. But you think about a lot of, like, early sort of city life in America. I feel like LA was one of those in mm-hmm. the, like, you know, as mm-hmm. wasn't necessarily the Industrial Revolution, but sure, the early 1900s. Fascinating. You know what's interesting? Going back to the hot fudge sundae, I don't love hot fudge, but you know what I do love? Chocolate syrup. That's so interesting. I would pick hot fudge over chocolate syrup any day. I just, yeah. I like it. More is more in my heart. More is more. Fudge is a little thicker. I don't know what it is. It's probably similar to I like a piece of milk chocolate, but I don't like a piece of fudge. Fallon. Did you just hear what I said? Yeah. What did I say? You said something about hot fudge. (laughs) But I have breaking news. What? One of our favorite things came from California. (gasps) Ranch dressing. No, it did not. Ranch was created in the early 1950s by a plumbing contractor. (gasps) He and his wife would serve it to the guests that they had on their dude ranch. 
So what in Santa Barbara? That was we're going the, there the ASAP. Dude I don't know what the brand is. This is all I'm reading. But this is breaking news. This is breaking news. I mean, this is like finding out of how your life came to be. This is like finding out you're adopted and your real parents are the I king, just found, yeah. king of Persia. Uh-huh. This is like when Rapunzel. Princess Diaries? <laughs> or that. <laughs> this is when Amelia. Vermopolis. Vermopolis. Rinaldi. Amelia. See, there's another middle Amelia name in there. Minonet. Mionette. Thermopolis. Rinaldi. Rinaldi. <laughs> found out that she was the queen or princess of, of Genovia. Genovia. <laughs> the land I call my home. Wow, we are re- You know. <laughs> Genovia. Do you know we haven't talked about much this whole episode? Football. Or snacks. <laughs> Okay, let's get down to what the people really want to hear about in those dang Super Bowl snacks. What are you having at the party that you don't know you're going to yet, Jamie Crockett? Well, I did read the number one food mm-hmm. at Super Bowl parties. Yeah. Pizza. <gasps> That's on my list. Pizza and beer. Classic, of course. I Man, I love a good chicken wing. You know what? I bet you Pizza Hut, um, Domino's, and Jet's Pizza, they have a, they see a little spike in their charts on Super Bowl Sunday. When oh, do you I'm think? sure. I'm sure. Also a good nachos. Oh, hand me those nachos. Oh, man. Table nachos. Mm-hmm. Buffalo dip and chip. Am I mm, right? Yes. Man, I love a good French onion dip on Super Bowl oh, Sunday. I know. Chips and dip in general just feel like Super Bowl Sunday snack for sure. Um, what about this? Cheese ball and crackers. Doesn't do anything for me. Me neither, but you know it's going to be on that table. That's true. You know what I'm thinking about is those little tiny weenies. Ooh, love those weenies. Wrap those weenies in some biscuits. Pigs in a blanket. Oh, yeah. Well, good pig so in a blanket. Good, right? Yeah. I love the um, just in like a crock pot with some barbecue sauce. Uh-huh. Here's another one coming at you. One of my favorites. Seven layer taco dip. Oh, yes. Give it to me. More is more. Thank you. You know when we talked about how this podcast is almost like a lasagna? I think it's almost like a seven-layer pizza dip. That is true. That speaks to my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, should we say how they're made? Because some people might have never heard yeah, of it. Yeah, give me, give me what those seven layers are, yeah, Frau Yeah, Pal. Okay, so how I've had it or made it is the first layer is those refried beans. Okay, that's one. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to add guacamole. Okay. Then you're going to add sour cream. Okay. Then you're going to add shredded cheese. Great. Salsa. Great. Olives, if you like them. I hate them. Oh, I love an olive. And... What else am I missing? Tomatoes. Oh. Tomatoes. Sometimes I've seen it also as pico, where it's like a tomato, sure. onion, cilantro mix. Oh, cilantro you could throw in there. Oh, they're so good. Oh, and usually like a little queso. Like you could switch out the like sour cream for like a queso layer. Mm-hmm. You can get really creative with your seven layer. Yeah. Dip. You choose your seven layers. Yeah. Your body, your choice. Your snack, your choice. Your seven, your choice. Yes. Okay. Can I tell you about one of my proudest snack moments of my life? Yes. It happened on a big game Sunday. Okay. Just in case we're not allowed to say Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. Do you think we're allowed? I don't know. Okay. Um, so this is what I made. You're going to love it. It was when the 49ers, I believe, played the Ravens. Okay. This is when I lived in New York. So it had to be within somewhere between 2010 and 2013. And I decided to make a whole football field of snacks. So what I did is I took out a big cookie tray and um, I literally made a football field. So the football field was the guacamole. And then the end zone on one side was salsa. The end zone on the other side was cheese dip. And then the lines on the field 
or sour cream. I am so proud. And of I you. wrote like ravens and niners on each of the. Did you ends have ends. goalposts? Where's did you build you know, anything? I think I tried with some toothpicks, like some celery or something. Oh, no, sturdy. I think I just did toothpicks. Oh. It didn't really work out. But man, was that a hit! I actually think I have a picture of it, so I'll share it on our um, the Snack Show Pot Instagram so everyone I can love see it. That I have only, I think the only um, holiday themed snack I've ever made is um, I love to make a cheesecake. With fruit on top that looks like an American flag on Fourth of July, oh, nice. which could also work because American football, right? That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, love it. I will say though, as I think of the Super Bowl, I love a snack, but I'm thinking about that halftime show more than I'm thinking about the food I'm. Tell me eat. more. Well, the a goat. snack for our eyes, shall we say? <laughs> I'm looking at those <laughs> other snacks. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, the goat for me will always be Aerosmith and Sink and Britney Spears. Oh, that was a good performance. What year was that? It's a great question. 2000, 2001. Okay. It was when Pepsi and Britney had their big collab, Mm -hmm. right? I'm going to guess 2001. Uh, yes, 2001. Oh my gosh, look Look at at me knowing my pop culture. I'm knowing my football years, you're knowing your pop culture. You know what I didn't know? That I was supposed to look up foods from L.A. <laughs> I slept through that assignment. Yeah, we, we, we've we experienced that trauma. Um, okay, what about, okay, of course we have to talk about Justin and Janet. What are your thoughts on that controversy? Yeah, I don't know. I just don't know if it was planned or not. It I was absolutely planned, Jamie Crockett. Do not let them fool you. There's no way he accidentally came up to her and was like, rip, oops, <laughs> let's pretend we're shocked. <laughs> you tell me this. If everyone was like, oh, my gosh, that was such a cool, like, like surprise spotlight that they wouldn't be like, yeah, you know, we, we choreographed that in. But since everyone hated it, they're like, oh, it was a we didn't mean to. They it was a fine malfunction. A buttload, so I just feel like. That, was that worth it? I guess because we're still talking about it's it, true. however many years later. I have. Did you watch the documentary on it on Netflix or maybe it's Hulu? There's no. like a documentary about it. Or did not. It was fascinating, except I didn't really get much of Janet's side because I don't think she was like they got her side of the story on it. And so she's now released a documentary which like Janet Jackson's side of the story, which I'm fascinated to watch. I believe it's on Lifetime or Amy. oh, it's it's just a Jan Jackson documentary. I actually started yes. it the other night. It's not. Oh, is it good? Super Bowl. I mean, it's about okay. her whole career. So, oh, yes. Oh, interesting. I want to um, know all about that. That was 2004. I just looked up that year. Mm-hmm. Who knew that Shania Twain Sting and No Doubt did it together in 2003? Do not remember Sounds that. Sounds great to me. You know what year I loved? Tell me. Bruno Mars and Beyonce. Ooh. That was a strong year. In fact, that year my friends and I had a lip sync battle at one of our friends' houses. I dressed up as Bruno Mars. We had some guys dress up as... Beyonce. And it was we... also Coldplay that year. You're forgetting them. It was 2016. Well, I'm focusing in on Bruno Mars <laughs> and Beyonce right now. So if you could just listen to my story. I just want to make sure they're included that Coldplay doesn't get I forgotten. I do love Coldplay, but they were not part of the reenactment in the lip sync battle. Okay. So I dressed up as Bruno Mars. Some guys dressed up as Beyonce. And we won the lip sync battle that year. Crowd favorite. Proud of you. The girls wore trash bags to look like leather outfits. It worked really well. The guys wore pretty much midriffs. So it looked great. What was the year that Prince did it? I don't know. But you don't seem very excited that I won the lip sync battle. Are you even listening? I told you I'm proud of you that you won a lip sync battle. I always want to say lipstick (laughs) battle. 
That too. I did win a <laughs> lipstick battle. Um, what kind of lipstick does Bruno Mars wear? A just see-through, like oh. glistening. See-through. <laughs> Not clear. See-through. <laughs> Well, I'm glad this is not a beauty podcast because we are done. Oh, my gosh. U2 was 2002. Prince, 2007. That was a really fun year. I remember the good, the like, um, his like emblem was like the stage. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. I also remember Michael Jackson played it as a kid. So probably 93, 94. He was an adult when he played. No, sorry. I was a kid. Oh, oh, I was trying to like remember years. Sure, sure. And then this year, did you see the lineup? No, tell me. It's a bunch of um, like hip hop performers, I believe. They do often do weird pairings for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Like when Katy Perry and Missy Elliott were together, mm-hmm. it's like, oh. And like Coldplay and Bruno Mars and Beyonce yeah. was like, let's just throw them all in. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Um, okay. Well, how excited are you now for the Super Bowl? Because at first you were a little hesitant, but are you fully prepared now? Oh, I'm fully prepared. And, and once they moved it off my birthday weekend, we were we were good to go. Okay, great. I just needed that moment for myself. So let's do this. Go LA Rams. Go Bengals. Hootay. I don't even know if that's how they say it. <laughs> um, this has been your sports ball talk. <laughs> we're for so the, sorry. It was a the, little rough. For the 2022 Super Bowl. <laughs> We like food more than we like sports, so come back for actual snack talk, not sports talk. (laughs) I love it so much. Okay, Jamie, before we end today's episode, our favorite segment of the podcast, Snack Snack of the the Week. week. Great. Okay, that was a good one. That was better than most. Okay, Fallon, tell me what your Snack of the Week is. Okay, so my Snack of the Week is dedicated to a sweet friend of mine named Natalie Wilson, she does this thing on Instagram called hashtag stress baking and she just like bakes in her kitchen and like does like those time-lapse videos and it's so fascinating to watch what she creates because everything is from scratch. And so this week she made these homemade um, sprinkle sugar cookies for me that I've been like dying for her to make for years and she made them for me, boxed them up with like my name on top and everything and I have been chowing down on those sugar cookies like it's my jorb. That's so sweet. It was so sweet. And the way she did it was like, it's not like a flattened sugar cookie and then you do sprinkles on top. She like balled up the sugar cookie, rolled it in um, the sprinkles, and then just set them on the cookie sheet and then they melted down. So like oh. it's fully covered sugar it's, cookie. Okay. It was so good. She has a little Instagram called Nat Bakes Nashville if you want to follow her. She's fascinating. So good. I love a good baking account, although it always makes me want to eat more of sugar things and I don't need any help in you that You sugar department. monster. Yes, you do. No, I do not. I can be your get back coach for sugar. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I need one of those. Um, okay. My snack of the week is we are now hitting close to Easter snacks. We are. In the stores. Uh-huh. And all year long, I think about and look forward to Starburst jelly beans. I don't love a jelly bean on the whole. Like, that's not a thing I think about any other brand. Right. I'm not a big jelly bean person either. But Starburst jelly beans are so good. And I was in a random store and saw a little, like, travel size bag of one that I could buy for a dollar, and I got one. And so we are now hitting prime Easter candy which we're going to do a whole episode on holiday candies because I have a lot of Uh thoughts throughout the year, but that's one of them. How much do they represent or reflect a normal Starburst? Like, is the flavor very similar? 
Or is it like a whole new flavor? Mm, I mean, it's the same flavor, like palette, like the same flavors that they put. They don't quite taste the same because it's like a juicy, chewy thing as a Starburst and then a jelly bean's kind of harder on the outside. But Sure. Um, yeah, I, they're just the only jelly beans I love. Hmm. So good. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. I hope the Easter Bunny brings them in his basket for Thank you. Thank you. I love an Easter basket. Again, we're off topic, but we'll we'll talk about that another time. Yes, we will. Okay. Thank you for joining us. Go Bengals. Go Rams. Football. We'll see you next time on the Snack Show with Jamie Fallon. I'm going to eat more snacks before then, including jelly beans. <laughs>